Welcome. This is the Fly Fishing Journeys podcast with host Rob Giannino, where we have great conversation with really awesome experts from within the fly fishing community. You see, the fly fishing lifestyle is a journey, and we're glad you're on this journey with us. Check out flyfishingjourneys.com for more podcasts, and please subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Here's your host, Rob Giannino. Carter Brown and Phil Thornton have taken the guide booking space by storm with their software program, GoGuide. Two guys that met at a university entrepreneurial class with a very similar idea. These guys want to make it easier for both outfitters and clients alike. For outfitters, their goal is to simplify and streamline the management and scheduling process for their guides. For clients who want to book a quality guide, they provide a portal for review of possible trips as well as a simple online booking process. It was refreshing to sit down with these guys as they have a ton of great ideas and energy to add a tremendous value to the fly fishing industry. Stay tuned. The Fly Fishing Show Tour travels the country every winter. From January until March, the largest consumer fly fishing shows in the world will be in one of six locations. The regular stops are Marlboro, Mass, which covers the New England area, Edison, New Jersey, which is the New York, New Jersey, Mid-Atlantic States show, Atlanta, Georgia, Denver, Colorado, Pleasanton, California, the Bay Area Show, and finally back to where it all started in Pennsylvania at the Lancaster Show. These shows are super fun events that are packed with teaching, presentations, and everything you could ever want to know or see in fly fishing. Find all the details at flyfishingshow.com. All right, guys, welcome to the next episode of the Fly Fishing Journeys podcast. This is Rob Giannino, and I'm super excited to have both Carter and Phil of the Go Guide Guide Software program. First of all, guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank yeah. you. How's Thanks for having us. I don't think our listeners have ever had quite a podcast like this. You guys are definitely a unique category, and we want our, our listeners to understand a little bit about your program, how it could help them book guides around the country. Any of our listeners are guides how they could get involved in your program as well. So, guys, why don't you give us a quick overview that kind of elevator program of what GoGuides is all about. Yeah, so essentially what GoGuide is, a full back-end business tool for the guides in the outfitter industry. It manages everything from their bookings, their trips, their schedules, their guides availability. But then the coolest part is because we're able to help the guides manage their business and we collect all of that, we take all those trips and we're able to put it on our website, on the GoGuide website. And then that becomes an online booking agency and a research tool for customers because they're able to see all the different trips that we have across every single outfitter or guide service that we work with all in one spot. It's searchable on our website and it makes for a really amazing research tool for customers of guided experiences and just outdoor experiences in general. It's also the really important thing that we do is we focus on the guides and the outfitters. So every single thing that we do is focused on helping them make a better living doing what they love. So the focus is on their success on the water with their clients every single day. We try to automate everything that they don't typically want to do or have trouble doing because they're spending so much time out on the water doing what they love, what they're good at. We want to be able to come in and give them our expertise as well as automate all of those things as well. So we'll do everything from website design and help them just manage their business in general. Okay. So if a guy doesn't have a website, you guys can start from just building them a website? Well, obviously, yeah, we're going to help with that. We'll do everything we can to essentially get them either off the ground 
or help them kind of perfect the business that they've already started and already been guiding with. So if I'm uh, just a listener here to the Fly Fishing Journeys podcast, I'm not a guide, but I love fly fishing. How does your program help them? Someone who loves fly fishing is going to get the most value from the Go Guide Marketplace, the Go Guide Online Booking Agency. If you go to our website and you go and you search any of the destinations that you want to go to, you're going to be able to see all the reputable outfitters and trips and guides that we work with. One of the other things that was an important differentiator for Go Guide at the very beginning was we recognized that when you're talking about going on a guided trip, a really critical component of the guided trip is the guide itself. And that's actually the part that customers care about the most. Whether you're booking a company or not, the part that you remember and care about at the end of the day is the guide that you experience that trip with. And the best way that I can show people that this is the case is if you go and you look at the reviews of any outfitter across industries within the outdoor industry, you'll see that about 90% of them within the first sentence say the guide's name that they went with. They say, awesome trip with Alex. You know, amazing time with David. Learned so much from John. So they remembered that part. So when GoGuide was originally being formulated, that was kind of the key observation that we didn't feel like was being capitalized on within the industry. So we built that into our system. If you go and you book through GoGuide or you book through book one of our outfitters that uses our software in their website, you're going to be able to select the preferred guide that you want to go with, or you're going to be able to see the guides that you have the opportunity to go with. It's going to be much more personal. And we try and pride ourselves on how do we take the personal aspect of the outdoor industry and that interpersonal relationship and bring it into the online realm? Because people are booking online. That's just a matter of fact, whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing for the industry, that's the way that the world is shifting to yeah. being accustomed to that. Venmo. So, we're, exactly. <laughs> we're yeah. a Venmo yeah. society. So we bring that personal relationship of the outdoors into the booking process, whether it's booking through our, our online booking agency, whether it's booking through our software that's in a company's website. We make it about the guide because that's the part that really matters. Yeah, and I'd like to touch on the way that that actually looks. Sure. So when you're going to fish with an outfitter right now, you typically are going to give them a call, and they're going to set you up with a guide, and that's great. But what we're trying to add to that is breaking it down by the guide, giving a guide the opportunity to put their name out there a little bit more. So through our plugin, when you go to book with an outfitter, each of the guides is going to have a guide profile linked directly to their calendar and their schedule, and they're going to have the ability to actually sell who they are a little bit. Talk about what are you going to experience on a trip with this guide? What's that day going to look like? What are some expectations? So that's a really important thing that we added in to keep that personal touch. Yeah. And we've built the system in a bunch of different ways, but that was the first way that we built it. Since then, we've added some other ways because that, that doesn't always fit the model for an outfitter. We want to have a system that all outfitters can use, and we don't want them to have to change their business model for us. But mm-hmm. that was the first way it was built, and that's exactly why, because we wanted that personal touch within the online book. And it automates it. Yeah. So that's a really critical part that I think is missed sometimes is mm-hmm. there's a huge headache involved with if you run an outfitter or a guide service, getting a customer and then matching a guide after the fact. That is a large piece of work to take all those bookings and match the guides to them. So if you have a book by guide system and you automate that and you let the customer select the guide, you don't have to do anything. 
Yep. All your guides do is they set their availability, or you make it a preferred guide system, and then all you have to do is hit accept. So you take this process that used to be tedious and done on whiteboards and pen and paper in an industry that was kind of lagging behind this tech revolution to automate these things, and you make their life easier. That's why we don't sell online booking agencies the next big thing yet because we focus on making the guides and the outfitters' lives easier to start with. If we do a good job of that, the rest will come. Sure. So that's something that we're really passionate about is is making their life easier in that way. And with that piece too, that extra added value there is with the guides, having those guide profiles, they can actually like link that to their Instagram, to their Facebook, to a place where they feel like they can actually try to book their trips. It's mm-hmm. always going to go through the outfitter. That's going to remain the same. But these guys get a little bit of a feeling of like, oh, I can actually put my name out there a little bit more. I can, for example, post a picture with my client with a fish mm-hmm. and then say, hey, book with my link, like go check out my profile. And that still flows through the outfitter, which is really cool. The way that I talk to fly shops about it is like, you're kind of turning your guide force into a sales force. And I think that has a lot of draw to it. What does it take for an outfitter or guide to come on board with your system? We make it as easy as humanly possible for them. We do all the work to get them onboarded. We know that switching systems and coming on to work and change the way that you operate your business is not a small decision. And we don't try and make it be a small decision. But once you do make that decision and you give us your trust, we make sure that we earn it and we continue to earn it, and we do as much work as we possibly can to bring you on and get you onboarded, get all your trips set up, get your guides set up, and get even your you know your past trips that you've already booked into the system, get your guides availability all ready to roll. And that's something that if you talk to any of our outfitters, that's probably going to be the thing that they say we sure. do the best at is the customer service end of making them have a really good experience getting started and then continuing to work with us. Because we're a software company, but there's a lot of human interaction in that. And that's yeah. where you really can show your true colors. Yeah. It's funny because like our customer service definitely is the thing that our outfitters talk about. And honestly, to my dismay, like my phone will be ringing when they get off the water at 9 or 10 p.m. And I will answer that call every single time, no matter what. Our whole team is the same way. Anytime that one of our outfitters has an issue, we do everything we can to help them out. In the setup process, we've even flown out, onboarded people in person, done trainings in person. Like yeah. We will go the extra mile to make sure that you are successful within our system. Well, is it a subscription model for them or, or just a percentage of their program or how does that work? Yeah, so the way it works is that you kind of have the three products. You have the online booking software that we put in a company's website. You have the back-end business tool. We call it the provider tool. Yep. And then you have the GoGuide online booking agency. And those three all work together in tandem. So if you get booked through the booking software within an outfitter or guide services website, we pass off a 6% fee to the customer, industry standard across all other booking softwares. On our marketplace, we have a sub-industry standard commission. Okay. If a trip gets booked through us, we take from the outfitter. And the best part about it, and this is the part that I get excited about because this, this just means a lot to me, a percentage of each booking that goes through our system, whether it's through the marketplace, whether it's online on the guide's website, is actually going to go to conservation. And the way that we're going to be setting that up is percentage of the fee is going to go to the conservation organization of each outfitter's choosing. So what that means is the outfitter has this awesome ability to have their clients pay for the resource that they're using. 
mm-hmm. and actually have a little bit of stake in the fact that, you know, I, I'm using this resource for a day. Right. I'm actually going to be putting pressure within this fishery. So if we can find a way to take a little bit of money from each of those bookings that it's coming out of out of GoGuide's pocket, and that's going to go to conservation for that outfitter's choosing. It makes it more localized, right? Because a lot of times you hear, oh, we donate to conservation, but it's very national. But because we let each outfitter select the local conservation organization right. that helps them the most, sure. then that trip that got booked through them directly helps their land or their waters that they benefit and that they make their living from. So mm-hmm. it's... It's a different spin on it, but something we're pretty proud of. Yeah. And we're still working on exactly how we're building that in at the moment, but that's the commitment is that's the focus of what we're going to try to do. And we do want every single outfitter to be able to choose an organization that we can be taking that percentage Mm -hmm. and giving it to. Before we jump back into the podcast, here's a short word from one of our fantastic sponsors. Are you a guide, a lodge, or a product manufacturer in the fly fishing or outdoor industry? I want to introduce you to and highlight Cross Current Insurance. Their entire team are great people and experts in their field. They have a guide insurance program that is amazing and very affordable. If you are a lodge or retailer, they also have programs tailored to your needs. These guys fish and are in the outdoors, so they know the industry and the landscape. To get more information on a program that's perfect for you, find them at CrossCurrentInsurance.com. So you guys based out of Tennessee or Colorado, or where are you guys out of? It's actually funny because everyone's been asking us that question, and we base our tech team out of Wisconsin. Okay. The rest of our team is honestly half mobile, half homeless, <laughs> half has six homes. We kind of travel. I mean, I call myself a nomad so that I don't have to say that yeah. I'm homeless. I love that. <laughs> I'm wherever, wherever the water or... Are you an RV or a camper or what you just... Uh, just the, Motel bounce, 6? Or? It's bouncing around. Right now, it's literally just been like Airbnbs and places wherever we can find the cheapest ones. Uh, we were yeah. just out in like Salt Lake City for a little bit, which is cool. Like I, I, I love that side of things, but it is tough bouncing around. But for now, we're just show to show. show you guys show. should get a tow trailer or a camper or something and... Might just, have to happen. Just, if you're going to do it, like go all the way, yeah, man. Yeah. Just be on the road. It's one of those things where we are a young company. I mean, yeah. I'm 23, Phil's 23. This is the time to do it. Like, yeah. we get to work with a bunch of really awesome outfitters. Yeah. We are lucky enough to get to go fish oftentimes for free with a bunch of really awesome clients. And we do extra stuff to be able to create content and things for them. So, yep. If we can bounce around and be where our clients are, like it's fun for us, it's better for the business. Yeah. We're young enough to do it. Like it's I'd yeah. say it's all around pretty fun. <laughs> it's actually I think it's actually so so important because for us, like our system is almost built by our outfitters. What we do is we work really, really hard to ask them what's next, like what can we build. I talk to a lot of our like founding members, like the Trophy Waters Guide Service out in Tennessee mm-hmm. and just ask them like how can we make your lives easier? That's kind of what our main focus is. We want our guides and our outfitters to be reaching out to us, talking to us about how we can make their lives easier because that's the goal of the company. That is our mission statement. Yeah. Walk me through if I want to just use your service as a customer. Yep. Like I want to go online and book a guide. I want to go somewhere. Yep. Is Landon part of your program? Did I see that? Mm -hmm. So Landon Mayer is part of your program. I want to go fish to South Platte. With Landon, what do I do? <laughs> Landon, Landon is hard to get get a hold of because he is booked out for a really long time. But the way you would do that is you'd go to goguide.io or you just search goguide in Google and it'll come up. And then on our homepage, 
you can see some of the different states that we have trips available or you'll see a search bar where you can go and you can put in any state or any location over time any country that you want to go on a trip or find an activity for and you hit search and then our system is going to show you all the different trips from the outfitters that we work with that you'll be able to show either select from by location and see the map of it or just see the listing gallery of it so it's just a research tool similar to you know an airbnb we're not trying to reinvent the wheel for anything, how you do this. We're just applying what's been done across other industries to this industry to make customers' lives easier to be able to book outdoor experiences. But then the important part is to understand that the way that we make it happen is because we really work directly with high-quality outfitters and businesses. That's why our marketplace has some of the best outfitters that there are on it because they trust us to run their businesses. And when you do that, it allows us to work with the best of the best. And then our marketplace becomes something that you can trust to have really high quality trips on there. Okay. So I just searched Landon Mayer. I yep. put his name in. And then his booking button, let's just say, it comes up. I find Landon. I see a picture of Landon and a button. I hit a button. Yep. Then what happens? Then you're going to see the types of trips that he offers. You're going to see the time frames of that. Is it a half day? Is it a full day? What is the time slot? You're going to see how many people you can go on that trip with, the group size. And then you're going to see whether or not he's available. There'll be a calendar. You'll be able to see the next date that's available. Okay. In addition to all the information. The details of the trip. That you would want to know for that trip. So the important thing here also is right now we have like we've launched an early access part of our Mm -hmm. marketplace. So what this is, is kind of a test run for people to see what it's going to look like. We want people to understand exactly what this flow looks like, what it's going to look like in the future. And on May 1st, we're actually going to be launching the full marketplace, all of our outfitters, as well as a few really key features that are going to differentiate it from a lot of the other systems that are yeah. around. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because right now it is really that early access side of things. We just want people to kind of see what we're building. We've got a couple uh, things up our sleeve for exactly what that booking process is going to be like to not just make it easier to find trips, but to actually really inspire people to go on those trips and to trust the trip that you're about to book. Okay. So, yeah, so, so that's that's why we're not yeah. like <laughs> we're kind of, yeah we're a little right, bit right. dodging that yeah but <laughs> no that's understandable it's a, it's a young company you guys are all coming up with new features and I can see the ideas flowing and anytime you're growing a company from a launch of within the last six months or twelve months you're gonna have new ideas that add value to mm-hmm. what you're working on so mm-hmm. super cool uh, you've got some big names coming on which is really great you know like a Landon Mayor. We're going to take a short commercial break to hear from Tim O'Neill of Norvice. What makes the Norvice different than another system? There are a lot of rotary fly tying vices out there. The Norvice is the only vice that will truly spin when you tie flies, and there's a big difference between rotating a vice slowly and spinning it at a bit of a faster RPM. And being able to spin the hook on a zero-axis rotations opens up a lot of doors for us in the world of fly tying. Tell me about the introduction of colors to the Norvice system. When we obtained the company from Norm, he said to me just a very, very short statement. He said, you know, I always thought a colored Norvice would be a cool item. We brought out five colors, Radical Red, Sunset Orange, Shamrock Green, Liberty Blue, and 
royal purple. We have five colors along with the black that you're accustomed to seeing with Norvice, and we've been doing very well with those. To find more information in their online store, visit nor-vice.com. What is next for you guys? Like, what is your goal to, ex- you said, mention expand the states, have more guides using the program? How are you marketing, you know, to get customers to actually use the, I mean, the guides can market, right? They're yep. going to market their own company. Do you guys have a marketing feature to what you do with GoGuides to push people to your site and their sites? Yeah, absolutely. So a big part of some of the things that are going to be coming out in the next couple months are some really key strategic partnerships across the industry, ways to get in front of customers in exciting formats that's really going to find the right customers who are wanting to go on these trips and giving them a better experience in finding those. Sure. As far as from a business growth strategy, what's kind of amazing is that we've gotten this far doing everything cold outreach so far. When you're starting a business, especially in a software business, something that's high growth, high scale, there's a weird time frame where you are trying to prove out enough traction that you're able to get the customer feedback that you need to build the best product, but also get enough traction that you're able to raise capital in order to fund it. And right now we're kind of coming out of that phase where we've entered the market, we've learned all the things that we did wrong, we've corrected them, we've made the product way better, and now we're able to look towards, okay, we know exactly who we can best service, We know that we have a product that people love and we're confident to be able to go out there and turn the marketing engine on to be able to bring on more guides, more outfitters. We know that our tech can handle it. We know that we can service it and we can really scale this thing. Mm -hmm. So the next phase is turning that marketing engine on, expanding the states, bringing on more guides and outfitters from the front end perspective on the back end perspective of like where I as you know, kind of a CEO I'm focused is where are we looking to be able to start entering the market like three to six to nine months from now, we're going to be looking to add multi-party bookings, multi-day bookings within the next couple months. And then one of the next big hurdles for us is going to be lodging. And that's going to expand our capabilities exponentially, not only within the fishing industry, but across the outdoor industry. Because I'd be lying if I said that I just want to be a fly fishing company for the rest of our lives. I've got ambitions across the outdoor industry, and I think that we can service a lot of different industries with our product and help a lot of people to make a living doing what they love in that industry, as well as connect more people to it. Because that's what this was all about from the very beginning, was me not wanting to be a dentist and wanting to do what I loved for a living in the outdoors. Right. And it's pretty awesome to me that we found a product that allows me to do that, but also help other people do that. And we want to do it for as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Is that what you went to school for? Dentistry? My mom's dentist. My dad's a dentist. My grandpa's (laughs) dentist. My uncle's dentist. Okay. Um, I see where we're going with it. They all run Brown Family Dentistry, and I am the the brown who is the the disappointment who didn't make it to dental school. But uh, What did you go to school for? I know you went to uh, University of Colorado, Buffalo's. I went to school to be a dentist. It was, <laughs> I was actually, yeah. Yeah, I was pre-dental for the first two years. But I kind of drove my parents crazy because I wouldn't go get a real job. And I would be like, you know, I can I can come home and like knock on doors and lay mulch and yeah. then go skiing all day. Or Sure. 
not and, have to do the nine to five thing. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. And so you were pre-dental and did you transition to something else the last two years or? Yeah. The last two years I did eventually make the switch to go get an entrepreneurship degree. Okay. But Colorado have that? Yeah. I was so lucky. Cause that's kind of a unique program. Eh? Yeah. I was so lucky because I didn't go to school or pick my school for entrepreneurship. To be honest, I picked it because I wanted to go skiing and I wanted yeah. to go be in the outdoors. And I probably skipped a few too many classes uh, over the course of trying to get into dental school to be able to make that happen. But I ended up being in one of the best places in the country for entrepreneurship. Very cool. And when I look back on it, what's interesting is that that was like the hardest decision I probably ever made in my life was to switch from going to dental school and saying that I was going to do on something in entrepreneurship. Sure. I didn't know what that was going to be. Like, looking back on it at the time, there was no go guide. Right. When I made that switch, I, there was nothing. Right. It was just a... Well, that's what entrepreneurship is. Yeah. It's making something out <laughs> yeah. of nothing. So. It was a bet that at some point I was going to learn how to learn the right skills, be able to apply it, and an idea was going to come and we'd be able to run with it. And the idea that... Go Guide ended up becoming was actually a very different idea at the beginning. And I had a really amazing mentor named Brad Warner that I told him my original idea. And he said, well, what are your goals out of it? Like, what's the purpose of what you're trying to do? And I said, I want to help people make a living doing what they love in the outdoors. And I want to connect more people to the outdoors. And he said, all right, which one's more important? I was like, well, I think helping more people make a living in the outdoors is more important. And he said, okay, then go find the people who are already doing that and solve their problems. Yeah. Which was some of the best advice I had ever been given. Cause I, right. that's when I walked in my first ever fly shop. Sure. I said, I'm a student working on an idea for a class project, which was partially a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Will you give me 20 minutes and let me ask you questions. And I went into the back of a fly shop and I saw a whiteboard where they were writing the initials of the guides that were taking people on trips that day. I was like, is this how you do your scheduling? He's like, yeah. I was like, what do you do when something changes? He's like, well, I erase it, and then I take a new picture of it and send it to all our guides. I was like, how many times does it change a day? He's like, yeah. Sometimes it changes none. Sometimes it changes three times a day. So I'm like, three times a day, you take a new picture and send to your guides group chat this calendar? Okay. I think I found my problem that I yeah. want to solve. And I think that's great because that the spirit of that is what has held true within this company for this whole time mm-hmm. is just, we go back to the outfitters and say, hey, what's next? What can we build that's going to make your life easier? What can we build that's going to save you time? How can I help you get more bookings in an organic way? That yeah. type of stuff. And that's, we're not as focused right now on the marketplace and the online booking agency. Like we want to go to the guides, the outfitters and figure out how to fix that problem. I wouldn't say that we're not focused on it, but I think that a really big mistake that companies and people make is trying to make move 10 before you've made move seven, five, and three. Right. Like he asked me that question, which one's more important? And I gave my answer is to help people make a living doing what they love. But the other part of this and connecting customers to amazing experiences is still important to me. But what I understand is that in order for me to accomplish that, I have to do the first one really well, and then that will create the opportunity to uh, connect more people to the outdoors down the road. And we're actually, we're close. Like, we're doing it now. 
we have the online, the early access to our marketplace, to our online booking agency. People can go see it. Like we have really amazing trips on there, but someday it's going to be the thing that everyone goes to. And it's somewhere that you really trust and you go to be inspired to find amazing experiences in the outdoors. Because I believe there is a really big difference between taking a trip and sharing an experience. Well, that's super cool. Before we end, guys, I want to know how you guys met. I know it was college, but yeah, no, this what's is, the story? This is a funny story, for sure. You tell it. Yeah, so <laughs> we met because Carter got to uh, speak essentially in one of my classes, right? So I was taking an entrepreneurship course. I actually went to school for environmental studies. I did a thesis on uh, bioaccumulation of mercury and high alpine trout. So like, this has been a passion for me my whole life. Uh, fly fishing, that is. I met Carter because he was talking in my entrepreneurship class. and I was a guest speaker. Yeah. At that time, I was bouncing around a very similar idea because I wanted to become a guide. And I was like trying to figure out how do you become a guide. And I realized it's really, really difficult. Like, mm. It is incredibly difficult to become a guide. There's a lot of different steps. And I just was like, you know what? Like, Why couldn't we make this easier? So I started thinking about a company that I was going to call this guide. Mm. It's going to be guide.com. So I go to was my entrepreneurship class. It was never a real idea. I mean, wasn't like, very far down. Yeah, I, was like, I, mean, I have a feeling that was already <laughs> like I was literally. Yeah, I mean, I was just bouncing the idea around with a bunch of friends who like wouldn't really commit to to it. Anyways, so I'm sitting in class and it's just like one of those days we have a guest speaker and up on the screen pops up go guide. There's no way that this has anything to do with the same idea that I'm bouncing around right now. And then for the next hour and a half, Carter pitched me an idea that was not only my idea, but it was about 10 times better. Nice. And it figured out all the problems that I was having problems with. And I was sitting in the back of the room, like on the edge of my seat. Like I'm sitting there like this, waiting for it to end so that I can go up to the front of the class and introduce myself and be like, I'm going to be working with you. That's so cool. Um, so it was a really cool thing. I, I walked up. And since then, we've been working together ever since. It's been like a year and a couple months. Yeah, it's weird how it how it works out like that. And looking back on it, I actually remember debating whether or not I was going to go do that. Yeah. Because I felt like I was really busy with stuff that I was working on right. for GoGuide. I was like, okay, am I going to make the trip out there to go you know, be a guest speaker? And I ended up doing it because I really respected that teacher. She really helped me a lot in... Yep like the beginning stages of my entrepreneurial journey. And I think I might've been one of the first students that she had that actually went and like did it right away. So she asked me to come back and speak and, uh, looking back on it now, I'm super happy that I did because that was the single most important thing that I could have been doing for the future of the company was being in that position where I had the opportunity to meet Phil. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can do more things where you do go and you give to other people, Oftentimes you manufacture that type of luck of that chance encounter. I also think there's a piece of that also that like you might have not wanted to do that because you didn't feel like you were there yet. Like Mm -hmm. you didn't feel like you could go out and talk to people. And like I we get this feeling all the time. Imposter and and like I mean, twenty three years old, I don't know half as much as all the people here at the fly fishing Mm -hmm. right now. I go out here to learn from people and talk about the ideas so that they can give me their insights. And that's why the guides are the ones that are really building this with us. So the thing about that is like, even if you feel like you don't know everything, it's okay. It's okay Mm -hmm. to go out and just have those conversations. You don't have to act like you know everything. You shouldn't. You should actually take a step back and listen to the people that have been in this industry. Listen to the people like Landon, like Mac Brown. Like you. Yeah. Like That's how this conversation started was we came up and 
we wanted to hear about your journey on it. And we're lucky that, you know, you were interested enough in what we were doing to want to hear ours. But it's weird for us to be asked to hear our, you know, our story yet because we feel like we haven't even, we feel like we're on the first chapter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome, guys. Thank you for having me as part of your journey. So that's why we call it Fly Fishing Journey. (laughs) Life is a journy. Yeah. Fly fishing is a journey, and we're all kind of in this journey together. So I'm Super in the cool. infancy of our journey. <laughs> it's here. all good, man. Thank you very much for having us. We no, really guys, it's it. been our pleasure to have you. We're super excited to see what you guys do with Go Guide. We'll be promoting it. We're going to get the podcast out there. We'll put all the show notes about how to connect with you. Phil, wanted to share our listeners how they can find you both online and, and on social. Yeah, so if you're going to find us on social, it's going to be at goguide.io. You can reach out to us through our website if you're interested in actually joining the Go Guide team. Becoming one of the guides or outfitters, uh, you can do that directly through our website, and that's actually just going to show up in my inbox, and I'll, I'll be reaching out to you. Hopefully, I don't, I don't bother anybody with that. I, I hate the whole cold calling thing, but I've found that I am actually helping people, and yeah. it makes it a lot easier for me to take that first step and bother somebody during the middle of the day. So <laughs> anyways, yeah, you can reach us out there, and then uh, mine is Phil on the fly. I have to just say this, that basically what Phil is saying is that Please go uh, request a demo so that he doesn't have to cold call you yeah. because otherwise he will. Yes, I will. I will cold call you. Go and request so you can request a demo online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can request a demo. You can actually sign up online and check out the system for a little bit for free, which mm-hmm. is really cool. So yeah. it'll sign you up. It'll give you an account, and then I'll reach out essentially to help you look through the account, do a little bit of training, stuff like that. And Very they'll cool. also get to meet Alex, who is. Our onboarding legend. She does everything for us. She's incredible. And then me, you can find uh, Carter J. Brown on Instagram. Very cool. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. GoGuy.io. Yep. Guys, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you very much, Rob. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Fly Fishing Journeys with your host, Rob Giannino. To be notified of new episodes, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. For past episodes, check out flyfishingjourneys.com. Fly fishing is a journey, and we're glad you're on this journey with us. 